You're listening to the Strong Towns Podcast. Welcome to the Strong Towns Podcast. I'm Rachel Quedno, and today we're going to be speaking with representatives from one of the final four towns in our Strongest Town Contest. This contest is our annual opportunity for towns from across the world to compete for the title of Strongest in a bracket-style competition by demonstrating their financial resilience, citizen involvement, and commitment to small-scale change. Today we're speaking with Russ Soaring and Rick Brown from Traverse City, Michigan. Rick is the township planner for East Bay Township, um, which is near to Traverse City, and Russ is the planning director for Traverse City. Traverse City is facing off against Valparaiso, Indiana in this third phase of our Strongest Town contest. For our listeners, make sure to tune into the additional podcasts with representatives from the other three towns in this contest and then cast your vote for the strongest in each matchup at strongtowns.org slash strongest town. Rick and Russ, uh, welcome to the Strong Towns podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. I wanted to start by asking, um, apart from the people who I'm sure uh, are wonderful and special, what, what else makes your town unique? Well, we're, first of all, we're very fortunate to have a setting, geographical setting, that is a natural draw for people to want to come to, to Traverse City. So that, that really is a real benefit. We have a beautiful lakeshore. Um, we have uh, orchards and vineyards, 400-foot-high sand dunes on Lake Michigan, and just a really great natural environment with clear blue water and clear air. That is a really great setting. But then our town was really built in a very compact form that makes walking very easy. Uh, You can live a pretty life of convenience without needing an automobile. So that's we were playing off of that, and I think that's what makes our town pretty special. I also wanted to ask, um, this is a little bit more of a tough question, but what do you think is some of the biggest challenges that your residents and your local government are facing right now, and how are you addressing those challenges? Well, our biggest challenge would have to be affordable living. And it, I think partly because of the desirability of, of the community and the uh, people come here because they want to live here, there's only so much supply of housing that's in our, in our community, and, and it's the price of homes have gone up significantly and it's making it very difficult for somebody who's working maybe as a clerk downtown or a mechanic in a shop to afford to live in our community so we're we're taking some efforts to build some additional workforce housing in walking distances of the jobs so those families can live in our community as well i i would echo that and agree with the Russ, on that. Some of the other things that are going on in the community include accessory dwelling units um, and then in 
for example, in East Bay, one of the things we're working on, especially our portion of the township that's closest to the city, we're working on uh, trying to come up with some zoning amendments that include uh, allowing for pocket neighborhoods such as uh, bungalow courts and cottage clusters. And I know the, the city has at least one cottage cluster in it as well uh, down on Woodmere. So it's, it's trying to find uh, and work towards uh, developing a vast array of housing options in the area and in the city itself. Well, I was going to say we've done a number of things. We've, we have no minimum lot, uh, lot size, well, no minimum dwelling size. We've dropped the lot size, the lot width requirements. We dropped the parking requirements to either be no parking at all if you're in the downtown or, the, or in a certain portion of our community. Otherwise, one, one parking space per dwelling. And so we have also built incentives that you can go with a taller building if you do a residential floor in our commercial districts. That along with if you do affordable uh, housing in a multiple family district, you can double your density if you do affordable living. Uh, if I were to visit your town for the day, what would we do there and, and where would you take me? would be some fun activities. Well, if I could start on that, I've moved to the, my wife and I moved to the area about a year and a half ago, and we've always vacationed, or my wife particularly has always vacationed up here, and I have less so, but uh, get up north quite often as well. But Traverse City um, immediately impresses anybody that comes to it, particularly uh, the first area we'd probably take you to would be Front Street. Uh, Front Street is our downtown shopping and retail and business district uh, and entertainment district. It uh, has an array of restaurants and shops and businesses that is compact in the fact that it's probably, what, four or five blocks long uh, would be my guess. And just a, a great array of things, it's sort of a main street like you would always imagine um, in your mind. Then there's the beaches, uh, which are just a couple of blocks from Front Street. It's just a very short walk to uh, the beaches on West Bay from Front Street and, and very pedestrian friendly. Uh, and then the the third thing I would uh, take someone to would be to the uh, Commons, the Grand Traverse Commons, where the old state hospital has been, uh, which was closed a number of years ago, has been turned into a mixed-use development uh, in a partnership between the city and Garfield Township, where they it's parks and offices and retail and shopping and dining, and there's a retirement facility there. And it's one of the best uh, mixed-use redevelopments I've seen. The, the buildings are fascinating gothic type architecture um, and they've been restored and others are being restored and it, it, sitting on I don't know probably 400 plus acres overall uh, of green space and it's just quite an amazing uh, complex well after that I I would I know you'd be hungry and thirsty so I'll take you to some of our local brew pubs we have about six or seven of them in town and also have an urban winery and uh, wonderful bike bike trails that are going along our waterfront, but then also along uh, an inland lake that's in the in the community, Bourbon Lake. So I'll take you on some of those bike trails, and would probably stop and mm -hmm. and maybe even get in a kayak and then uh, paddle for pints. It's a kind of a very very popular 
activity which sells up within minutes of uh, when it opens up where you can hit about five breweries uh, using your kayak and just pulling on shore and going to a brewery. Yeah, I think I read just today that there were 4,000 spaces for that paddle for pints and they sold out in a matter of minutes this summer. Um, One of the aspects of your application in the first uh, phase, you mentioned the Grand Traverse Commons and you called it Traverse City's own Central Park. Uh, Tell me about that a little bit more. Yeah, it was an old uh, state psychiatric hospital, 484 acres, and the state of Michigan wanted to tear it down when when they uh, released all the patients. And the community gathered around the buildings and basically had a court injunction to stop. The state was bringing up bulldozers and wrecking balls, and we stopped the state from tearing down this beautiful historic campus which is largely open space around the, the campus for, uh, that acts like, a, like our Central Park. Uh, now uh, it's a mixed-use village. So not, not, we have a mixed-use village of historic buildings, but then we have this gorgeous park that it sits in. So it's a really just an awesome place to, to uh, live and shop. Um, you, could, you could live there without an automobile, and you could get most of your daily needs just simply on foot, and it's really, uh, really exciting part of saving our history. The state that wanted to tear down this historical campus now has uh, designated this as an award for historic preservation, and so we received a, a plaque from the governor of Michigan for saving this historic treasure, which is quite, quite a turnaround from 30 years ago when the state wanted to tear it down. How does your town handle uh, its finances, and how do you make sure that the financial future of your town is secure? Well, we're fiscally quite conservative, and um, we are just starting now to look at doing some bonding. We have an excellent credit rating, and we have a lot of needs for expanding, uh, especially our sidewalks and certain portions of our community. We're planning on sending out a bond for $4.5 million to add to our sidewalk system to make a complete system throughout the entire city. And we can do that because we really don't have any bond payments today. We do have some bond payments that are uh, finishing up on, on a couple of parking decks downtown, but we basically are, uh, are debt-free. And... And I think it's part of of being very fiscally conservative and just doing what we can. Our focus is on repairing the infrastructure that we have instead of building new infrastructure and make better use of of the infrastructure that we do have. So last year, there was another Michigan town that made it uh, pretty far along in this contest. That was Holland, Michigan. And now you guys are here. What do you think? uh, What is it that makes Michigan such a strong, fantastic place? Oh, I think it's a variety of things. Um, in particular, um, you know, this, the scenery in this portion of the state, particularly along the western uh, part of the state, along the Mich- Lake Michigan shoreline, basically running from down southwest Michigan up through the uh, Straits of Mackinac, it, there's lots of gorgeous scenery and many uh, very nice towns that have worked hard to uh, be strong, to, to be vibrant, to be active. Uh, they have a, a lot of people to come 
on vacation uh, from all over the United States here in Traverse City. We're fortunate to have a, a really terrific airport with Cherry Capital Airport when during the summer we'll get nonstop flights in from New York and Newark and Atlanta and Dallas and Denver and places like that, whereas year-round it's typically Minneapolis, Chicago, and uh, Detroit. And mm-hmm. so, um, but there's not just this part of Michigan that uh, deserves a lot of kudos. Up in the Upper Peninsula, there's a gorgeous number of cities and and gorgeous countryside as well. Uh, I, I think it's pride in community. I think it's pride in place. I think it's, uh, you know, and then it doesn't hurt having great view sheds on top of that. I, I think it's a, a number of factors. I think the, the residents of the communities are very proud of their their towns and they like to make mm-hmm. others aware of that and greet others and, and, and boast about their community. So in the first round of this contest, uh, you competed against and and narrowly won against York, Pennsylvania. Have either of you ever been there or have you been to uh, Valparaiso, which is what you're competing against now? Well, uh, actually, I've been to both. My father was born in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, which is about 30 miles from York. I really haven't spent a lot of time in York other than heading to Lancaster, although there's a lot of uh, very pretty countryside there, uh, a lot of farm country, stone walls, and a lot of history tied with that area. Valparaiso, I grew up in Indiana, uh, down in Indianapolis, and Valparaiso is well known because of Valparaiso University. It's a very nice college town. Uh, within easy access of Chicago and South Bend and other communities in the area. So they're both very uh, worthy communities for this competition and and both uh, very uh, uh, strong competitors. We do see a lot of uh, Indiana plates that are in the area in the summertime. We do have a lot of of Hoosiers that are are living up in uh, the Traverse City area. Including this transplanted one from, I moved to Michigan about 25 years ago, but been in the Traverse City area for about a year and a half now. Got it. Well, Rick and Russ, thanks for speaking with me today, and I wish Traverse City the best of luck in this contest. For all our listeners, don't forget to vote for The Strongest Town at strongtowns.org slash strongest town. Yeah, thanks. Thanks so much, guys. All right. Thank you, Rachel. Thanks a lot, Rachel. We need your help. If you think the Strong Town's message is important, don't keep it to yourself. Pass it on. You can get more information and sign up to be a member of Strong Towns at strongtowns.org.